Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Time to talk some NFL, some uh, American football, and uh, this afternoon at New Zealand time, it's the Rams against the 49ers. Um, and uh, that is, of course, uh, Stafford up against uh, Garoppolo. Uh, very important clash, this, uh, particularly for the 49ers, who are just uh, struggling a wee bit to get some momentum into the early part of their season. But when that game is complete, that will be representative of uh, four, everyone playing four games. So it's time to uh, perhaps have an early report card on uh, this season's uh, NFL. And to do that, we couldn't go any better than to go to MJ Hurley, who is an NFL reporter and host of Third Down Thursday podcast as well. We've had MJ on the show, MJ on the show before. Very popular. MJ, good morning to you. New Zealand time. Good morning. How we guys? How we doing, guys? We're going good. Uh, let's look back at uh, yesterday. It was uh, Sunday night football, and it was Brady Sparks against uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, in the end, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs getting up by ten. What did you make of that performance? That was one of the best games of the year, honestly. I At the beginning of the year, I do a, a little article looking at the game of the week for every week. Uh, that was one of my games of the week that I kind of circled on the schedule, you know, a few months ago. And it, it lived up to the hype. It was a Super Bowl rematch from Super Bowl 50. Um, the Chiefs came out swinging. Brady never disappoints. Um, and he, he came out and responded. Eventually, the Chiefs were able to close him out. Uh, but it was it was one of the high scoring games of the day. The Lions and Seahawks also went out there and scored over 70 points yesterday, which was fun to watch. Um, but I was actually on the on the beach yesterday in in Florida um, on a little vacation. And so I got to watch the Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl rematch on the beach. N- nothing's much better than that, sir. Nothing much better than that. I'm absolutely envious of you. I can tell you, MJ. Um, <laughs> What about Tom? Uh, what about Tom Brady? Do you think there'll be periods in this particular season, not so much yesterday, but he thinks, did I, did I, should I have, uh, you know, in terms of retirement? I, I don't think so. I think once a professional athlete commits to the season, he Tom Brady has done this for a long time, and he's in there, he's playing. Um, as much as I enjoy hating on Tom Brady now and again, and as much as people like speculating about his personal life, all that jazz, I'm sure there may be something there, but at the end of the day, he committed to playing, uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I think for the most part, you know, people are human, right? So I'm sure a couple times throughout the year, he's going to be like, uh, this is a little rougher than I thought it might be with my superstar team. At the end of the day, Tom Brady is one of the most competitive people that American sports have ever seen, he really wants to win another championship. So I think 
98, 99% of the time, that's going to be his focus. You know, some doubts may creep in there. But at the end of the day, they still got a really good team, and he once again has a shot at a Super Bowl. And one of those uh, veteran quarterbacks that fits into the same bracket, of course, is Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's with uh, Green Bay, who had a, an overtime victory over Belichick's uh, Patriots yesterday. I watched uh, the uh, concluding stages of that one as well. Rodgers has now thrown uh, over 500 career touchdowns. Uh, where does he sit for you in terms of all-time Aaron Rodgers? So this is something I get in a lot of trouble for around here, Ian. And um, here, here's the way I say it. I think that with my eyes of all the quarterbacks I've watched, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I have ever seen. Tom Brady may be the greatest winner of any quarterback that we've ever seen, but I think, in my opinion, whatever that may be valued at, I think Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, Patrick Mahomes comes really close. I think if he can sustain it for another couple years, he does some very incredible things with the football, and you saw that on Sunday Night Football last night. Um, but Aaron Rodgers can make 60-yard throws off his back foot and make it look like he's barely even trying. And, you know, the ability he has to just flick a football that far, seemingly with just his wrist or half of his arm power, is incredible. So I think, um, you know, he's had some struggles here early this season. As a Packers fan myself, I've had some, uh, you know, some, some issues with him. But at the end of the day, I still will go down on record saying he is – the most talented thrower of a football I've ever seen. Okay, let's uh, look at some of the um, this, the other question marks uh, around uh, the first four rounds of this. Now, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are 4-0. Oh. Um, what have you made yes. of their start to the season? Did you read that? Um, no, I 100% did not. Like I said earlier, I do a, a full season prediction at the beginning of the NFL year, um, and I will I will stand by the fact that I did not have the Eagles doing anywhere near this well, and a lot of that is because of Jalen Hurts, their quarterback. He's taken some incredible strides in the passing game. Everybody always knew he could run, uh, but the ability he has shown to manage that offense, um, read defenses incredibly well, and just make some really impressive throws with his arm, nobody really saw that coming. Um, and then their defense, Ian, has been incredible. They've only allowed 71 points through four games, um, which is top 10 in the NFL. They have been making it very easy for Jalen Hurts and that offense to just be comfortable. They don't have to be stressed out. They're not trying to win shootouts here. Um, and they actually allowed 35 points in one game to the Lions. And so just in the other three games, they've been allowing about 11 and a half points per game. So that defense has been incredible. And the, the Cowboys and the Giants in their division are putting up a fight as well. And the Eagles just still, uh, with those other two teams at 3-1, and one, the Eagles still seem to be by far and away the best team in that division. Okay. I was going to ask you about the Cowboys. Um, you're not impressed, too impressed with the Cowboys? I, I am impressed with the Cowboys because anytime your starting quarterback goes down and you're 3-1 and one to begin the season, that's incredible. What Cooper Rush has done has been very impressive to keep that team above water. Uh, they're the top team in the NFL when it comes to getting to the quarterback and then the top team in the NFL when it comes to not allowing their quarterback to be hit. Um, I just still, it's hard. I've seen the Cowboys start off so many seasons well and then crash and burn. It's just one of those mm -hmm. things for me where um, I'm sure you guys have it with, with some of your sports teams. There are just those teams, and the Cowboys are one of them, that for me, until I see them actually make the playoffs and actually make a run, 
in the back of my head, there's always doubt. I am impressed with what I've seen so far. Um, I think there have been some some young guys on that defense stepping up. But at the end of the day, um, the, the Cowboys coach, Mike McCarthy, also used to be in Green Bay uh, for a long time. So I've seen a lot of Mike McCarthy. I think he's a very good coach. He just was only able to do so much in the playoffs. So I don't know. There, there's just some doubt in the back of my head when it comes to the Cowboys. Uh, we we'll go to the AFC West where that's where the Chiefs are three and one at this point. Uh, I'm looking at the Broncos and uh, they've got uh, some bad news, of course, with Javante Williams doing his uh, ACL and now out for the season. That's a massive blow, isn't it, for the Broncos and Russell Wilson? I, I really think it is. And the biggest thing, Ian, is because uh, Melvin Gordon, the backup running back in Denver, uh, I, if I have this number right, he's fumbled five times in his last 43 carries, in his last 43 rushing attempts, which is just atrocious for an NFL running back. And in the in the Broncos' last 12 games, he's had two of those fumbles uh, returned for a touchdown. So it's just a little bit of a question mark when you put the ball in his hands. Uh, Javante Williams was a huge part of that offense. Denver was really excited about him. Their new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, who also used to be uh, the offensive coordinator in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Um, it just... It's been a little messy getting on the same page with Russell Wilson. Uh, they have just looked really iffy so far. Um, they're a very talented football team. They should be able to right the ship. But when you're playing in such a competitive division, everybody thought the AFC West would be the best division in football going into this year. And I think we're starting to realize that it's a little bit more. Uh, there, there are a lot of big hits that are going to go against these teams because of how competitive the AFC West and the AFC is, it's not going to be as easy as a lot of people think. And the Broncos are feeling a big uh, weight of that. Well, let's uh, take a look at the East then, uh, shall we, MJ? Because uh, obviously Bill Belichick is uh, not going to have a, a hell of a good season by the look of it. Uh, if we look at the top of that, where the Dolphins are 3-1 and one, and Buffalo are 3-1 and one as well, is that a dogfight between those two even at this stage? I really think it is. And... Again, nobody thought the Dolphins were going to be this good, um, but I want to give a huge shout-out to their Miami's head coach, Mike McDaniels. Um, I was actually able to talk to him and meet him a little bit um, at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis back in March. And from then, he is just, and this isn't a bad thing, he's just kind of an eccentric guy. Uh, he doesn't coach normally. He doesn't interact with media normally. He walks up and he starts asking questions. He's like, hey, hi, before anybody can ask questions, he says, hey, how are you guys doing today? Like, you know, hey, I, li I like your shirt. I like your shoes. He just kind of flips the interaction with the media on its head, and he does the same thing. There's a great story about when he was in Cleveland as a wide receiver coach. He would actually show the receivers uh, basketball highlights of Allen Iverson, an old shooting guard for the Philadelphia 76ers back in 2000. During his MVP season, Mike McDaniels would show wide receivers uh, his crossovers to say, okay, we're not going to run routes like normal NFL wide receivers. You're going to pretend you're doing a crossover with a basketball because defenders are used to seeing wide receiver moves. They're not used to seeing basketball moves. So McDaniels just does stuff like that, which confuses the entire league. I still think Buffalo is the, uh, the, the, the forerunner for winning the AFC and going to the Super Bowl. But anybody at this point sleeping on Miami, um, even with Tua Tungavailoa, who's out for a little while with a bit of a controversial head injury, um, they still have 
an incredibly dynamic offense, a defense who is very hungry and very young, and nobody should ignore them for sure. Right. Uh, well, it's uh, a really interesting game today, being uh, Monday night football over there. Uh, and that is in the NFC West, where uh, the 49ers have had a slow start. with uh, They're one and two after three, and uh, the Rams are two and one after three. Now, this is a battle between uh, Stafford and uh, Garoppolo. Uh, how do you see this going? So the Rams have struggled uh, for a long time against San Francisco, really since Sean McVay got there. Th- whenever it comes to these two teams playing, all logic goes out the window, Ian, because really when you look at it, the Rams are a better football team. They have better offensive weapons. They have better defense across the board at every phase of the defense. Uh, The 49ers had to completely pivot their game plan because Trey Lance is out for the season now. So after committing to the the young second year quarterback and kind of saying, Jimmy G you're, you're done with, we're not going to go towards you anymore. They're completely pivoting back towards Jimmy G as their starter once again. And he's bringing some calm familiarity to that locker room. Um, But I think this is going to be a dogfight. Again, my logic says the Rams should win this football game, but I would not be surprised if the 49ers keep it a low-scoring affair, run the football, um, and and maybe a little bit of chaos gives San Francisco a win. MJ, you've got uh, your your third down uh, Thursday podcast, um, which you have uh, over there as part of your weekly uh, analysis of uh, the NFL. I just wonder, when you look and when you watch uh, from your point of view, who's your favorite combo, commentary combo? Would it be Nance and, and Romo? Who, who would it be? Nance and Romo um, are my personal favorite when me and my wife watch football. They're absolutely my personal favorite. Um, I do, people hate on them. Uh, I do 90% of the time enjoy um, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Um, but I, I would like to give a shout out to Greg Olson, who is a newer color commentator for Fox. I just think he does a really good job. Um, it may be from a tight ends perspective cause that's what he played in the league, but he does, he is able to do a lot of what, uh, Tony Romo can do in terms of seeing plays ahead of time and all that. Uh, just finally, MJ, if I had to push you up against the wall and say, you give me the four teams, the last four teams in this year's NFL. Could you come up with four at this early stage? I'll, I'll give you the four, and I'm going to stick with it, Ian. The four that I picked at the beginning of the year are Packers, Eagles a, in the NFC, and then uh, Bills, Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. Those are the four I picked at the beginning of the year. I'm a man of my word, and I'll stick to my guns. And that's why we get you on, MJ, because you're a man of your word, and that's what we appreciate. Plus, you're a very knowledgeable man as well. So, hey, hey, thank you very much. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm really looking forward to uh, the Rams and the 49ers this afternoon, as I am the rest of the season. But uh, early days, early days, and some promising signs around. And, uh, of course, as you say, uh, the, the Bucks and uh, Brady, you can n- never write them off. But Mahomes looked fantastic yesterday. He really did. Uh, MJ Hurley, uh, you're a legend. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.